Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing it right now. I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they do not. They literally stay right here. y'all i am definitely here it's your girl d scott it is may the 22nd 2018 i know i haven't been online in the past like two weeks um doing a show but y'all know y'all have over 200 and some episodes that y'all could be listening to to catch up there's just been you know a lot of stuff going on and if my content i feel is going to be too emotional you know or too much um me telling my business for no reason, and I ain't got no business telling my business, then I'm just not going to do a show. So unless there's something I'm passionate about, y'all understand that I could do a show seven days a week if I wanted to, but I choose Tuesday because it's the best day. So the show is called What You Doing, W-I-D, literally. So I know that, you know, over the past week we've seen some things. Um, Some I'm proud of, some I'm not so proud of. So some of the things I'm proud of is the Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett, her beautiful mom, and their daughter Willow. Um, Willow brought to light some disturbing things that we as black girls don't talk about, which I actually did talk about five years ago when I released my first book, Stay in Your Lane, the Diary of a Hot Mess, on Amazon and Kindle. And it was about self-mutilation. It was about cutting. And I talk about that in that book specifically um, in certain chapters. And it was crazy to see Willow, Willow Smith, you know, um, this young heiress, you know, talking about this whole situation. She comes from two great parents, but, you know, just stress and pressure and things like that. And it seemed like her mom didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then also, you know, I appreciate that talk because that opens up the conversation for mental health talks. Uh, because obviously people are like, oh, you should just stop cutting yourself. Well, motherfucker, have you tried to ever bleed out the pain? Okay, then shut the fuck up and go get the child some help. Also, she talked about, you know, being the second wife of someone, and she talked about Cherie Zampino, which you know is Will Smith's first wife. She was on, I believe it was called the Second Wives Club or Ex-Wives Club or some, one of those uh, Bravo TV shows or e-entertainment TV shows. Um, beautiful. She was married to a pastor. Um they have their first son, Trey, together, and she was talking about the cattiness that went on with Jada and her when, you know, Will first married her. And then 
we see Will is having the best time of his life on Instagram. If you're not following Will Smith, you should be because his page is actually amazing. He's about as close to self-actualization as I could see next to Diddy and Khaled and all that. And not because they're rich, but because they're actually Jay-Z as well. Their, their conversations are more to do with what they're trying to do to help others and what they're doing to try to heal themselves and heal other people as opposed to it being, you know, fuck bitches, get money and money, money, money. I mean, money's important, but not in this sense. When, you're, when it comes to self-actualization, money has nothing to do with it. So you guys know that we went to Washington, D.C., and if you guys are following me at miss.d.scott, uh, my girl and I and her daughter went up there because our children, so my son, I only have one child, if y'all didn't know that, um, boom, was in D.C. As the helicopter mom I am, I was not going to allow my child to go somewhere with who we have in the presidency at this time because, not because, like, you know, oh, I, you know, I don't like the president. No, I'm, I'm not that disrespectful. I'm more of a mother. So if some shit goes down that is causing a national security issue, the first place they're going to shut down is D.C., New York, and L.A., and actually Niagara Falls as well because we're a power source. So I wanted to make sure that if some shit popped off, you know what I mean, I'm able to go get my child. So we stayed in Silver Springs, Maryland, which is actually very, very nice. I liked it. You know, we stayed downtown Silver Springs, and um, like 15, 20-minute drive into the city, we went to uh, went ahead and went into a bunch of museums because you know that in Washington, D.C., all the museums are free, all the Smithsonian's. Uh, and for the most part, most of the museums are free anyway, and they should be because look at the goddamn taxes they pay. So we ended up <clears throat> finding our children out there. We knew where they were staying anyways, but it was just, it was nice to do. We went in the uh, Museum of Natural History, saw the crystals, and you guys can see the footage and the pictures of that uh, on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott. So it also was an opportunity for me to meet some of you guys. So, you know, I'm not the type of person that if I say, like, hey, when I come to your town, let's link, like, I'm really serious. Like, I really just be going places all the time, and it makes it even better. If I'm saying, hey, I'm in London, you know, where where are you in London? Are you over here? Are you over there? Are you near this? Are you near that? And then we can try to have, like, a meeting place. Back in the day when I used to go to Atlanta a lot, it used to be, like, we would try, I would try to see each person individually, and I had to stop doing that because, you know, it's just easier to pick one location, and if you guys can get there, that's great. If not, you know, I still had to be there for business anyway, and I'll be back in Atlanta soon. I have some more business down there, some exciting news going on. So, <clears throat> but again, it's not my business, so I can't tell it. So, <clears throat> we're in D.C. I got to meet Tasha, which if you guys listen to the Married Men Don't Talk show, she was the young, you know, the young lady that I was talking about, like, I'll get your number offline and we'll link. You know what I mean? We'll we'll sit down and we'll talk because I could be in D.C. That ain't nothing. And sure enough, she came out, met us at uh, Zenton, which is wonderful uh, Asian restaurant in uh, in D.C. Uh, nice rooftop pool. The bartender was a little shitty because he was mad because we really did come in there like 10 minutes before closing. But, hey, I was busy. We got a toddler with us. You know what I'm saying? We got to do what we got to do. And then uh, – my girl C. Rossi was there. So we had an experience where she was telling me, and it's so funny how spirit works because <clears throat> I had literally said that I was getting ready to open up a new practice, so do something else that, you know, I was interested in doing to help people in their healing to get out their rage and get out their anger. 
Um, and one of the ways that we do that actually in any kind of craft, let's just call it, is fire. So you'll see people having fire rituals in the Native American communities and, you know, in Santeria and different, you know, uh, Latin American countries and even in some Asian cultures, they have fire. Fire is also healing. So it's not always like, you know, burn everything to flames. It's very healing. We also saw that in Waiting to Exhale, the movie when she burnt up the car. So... It was funny because I was saying I have all the elements for people to be able to heal and be able to help themselves and be able to come to understanding with what's going on with them. And instead of ignoring that anger, let's release it in an enclosed environment and then be able to, you know, move on with our week, with our day. And the only element that I couldn't get in there was fire because obviously, you know, the building codes and things like that. So I get there and see Rossi, which I've been in communication with her online for years at least three, four years. She's read the book. I sent it to her. You know, she was on her spiritual path and journey. She actually is a a certified Reiki therapist. I want to say like level three master, Reiki master. And she holds these amazing workshops in the D.C. area. If you guys are in that area, um, all you have to do is you can follow me at miss.d.scott and shoot me a DM and I'll I'll give you her information. But she has these full moon workshops. She has these uh, new moon workshops. She does all these things to release energy. So, her and I, it's, it's almost like a lot of, you, you know, you women, especially that I've known um, online, I know you in person. So, you know, I know everything that's going on, your boyfriends, your kids, all that. So it's a wonderful thing when we actually can meet in person. So we linked up, like, literally right in front of the White House. My girlfriend's with me. She's like, I can't believe it's so small. I'm like, exactly. And it looks so big, you know, when you're younger. And, um, oh, by the way, we just found out there's a giant sinkhole on the lawn. Look at God. So... We get there, and she tells me that there is a Burning Man exhibit. Now, this is nothing but God because, you know, like I said, the one element that's missing is fire. And Burning Man was actually started. I don't even think Burning Man is 20 years old. I want to say it's like 15 years old. And it's a bunch of people that actually go out to Black Rock Desert. In the middle of the desert, there's no facilities, no nothing. It's literally just the desert ground. And they build these beautiful structures, beautiful, beautiful structures, and burn the motherfuckers to the ground. That's what they do. And you'll see it's, it, it looks almost like Mad Max in the, in the Thunderdome or Terror Dome, whatever it's called, where, like, motherfuckers are, like, like they, they're making carts. Like, and now you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars going into shit to build it just to burn it the fuck down. So she tells me, oh, my God, you have to see this exhibit, bring the baby with you, you know, my, my girlfriend's daughter. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go in there. And, um, you know, the exhibits are amazing. They're showing everything that's, you know, that goes on in the desert, the costumes. I mean, you're talking about, like, butt-ass naked people, you know, roller skating through the desert with fairy wings on. Like, that's the type of shit it is. It's like Coachella, but really in the desert and no fucking music. And let's also talk about Beyonce's performance at Coachella. Like, hands down, when she did OT Genesis, it is what it is. Good night. You, You can't recover from some shit like that. And... She was the first black woman to ever headline Coachella, and that's when she was like, ain't that about a bitch? So back to the museum. So we're in the museum, and um, I start walking upstairs, and there's video footage of me walking up the stairs. It's a beautiful grand staircase, red, you know, red carpet, everything. I'm going up the, the stairs with Layla. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, and she didn't tell me what it was. She was like, I think, I, you know, I want to see your reaction to this because she knows that I pick up on different energies and things like that. Some people call it empath. You know, we call it a lot of things. So as I'm walking up the stairs, I'm filming, and I'm so excited because, you know, I like grandiose shit. So, like, you know, chandeliers and crystals and all that. And as I'm going up the stairs, I'm having a difficult time breathing, and not because I'm a big bitch, but because 
I'm actually in shape now, but because there's something going on with my energy. And so we get upstairs and we realize that this is an entire temple built inside of a room, okay, like a cathedral um, built of wood, like thin planks of wood, intricately done, and people are writing their names on different smaller pieces of wood and inserting them into the structure um, for it to be taken out to the desert, resurrected, and then burned. So that, you know, it basically was called the healing temple. Not basically, it was called the healing temple. So I just start uncontrollably crying because I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't know why I feel like this. It was just like, it's like somebody just like sat on my chest, like underwater, like I couldn't catch a breath. And then, you know, I'm calling my people and I'm telling them what's going on. And they're just looking at me like, okay. So, you know, she was like, I knew it. My friend, you know, Sierra, she's like, I knew it. I knew it. You, you know, it's, it's time. You have to, you know, start healing. I'm like, dude, I'm not upset because I haven't dealt with any of my healing. I trust me. My demons then came out and whooped my ass, gang violenced me and, and jumped me and beat the fuck out of me already. I'm good. So it's just that I absorb other people's energy sometimes. So that's why being in a relationship with me is extremely difficult because if you're doing some fuck shit, I'm automatically going to know, especially if you're sharing energy with other females or other men that I don't know or whatever is going on, I'm going to fucking know. And 100% of the time I'm not going to say anything to you about it because I can't prove it, you know. And the type of people that I'm used to dealing with, they want you to prove some shit. I'll punch you in your fucking face. I don't need to prove shit. But what I'm also not going to do is run around and be that girl that's like, I know you're doing something. I know you're doing something. I can't do that. I, it's beneath me, literally, to do something like that. So eventually, you know, all the cues and all the 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 markers, are, are, you know, will come together, and then I'll be like this motherfucker. So that was an experience that I was thankful for. I was thankful for the rooftop pool and the, you know, the vibes overlooking D.C., and it was just a wonderful day. It was just a great experience. And then driving through, you know, Ellicottville, which is a ski town that's right outside of um, Buffalo here, a very infamous ski town, very beautiful. So it was just, it was, you know, it was just a great trip. You know, it was a great trip. You know, we got to see a lot of things, do a lot of things, and then it brought me home, and then I came back ready to smash everything as far as, goals and business and everything is done so as you guys know the websites are down because i had you know some some legal issues going on so i deactivated all of them except for stay in your lane 123.com but all that shit's getting ready to be revamped too at this time at this present time i have four websites only one of them active so but i bought the name so it's all good so when we talk about what you're doing literally now we fast forward to emily b was seen with fabulous at coachella now, y'all know damn well, I told y'all they were going to end up getting back together. She looks like she has her two front teeth. What did I tell y'all? The bag was not secured, okay? So I don't give a fuck how long you've been with somebody, whatever, whatever. You worth the pair of fucking sneakers that you came in a relationship with if you're not married and he's the one that's making the money. That's why you got to always, always, always have your own hustle. Now, I remember Emily B. came out with a couple fire-ass pair of shoes, you know, they, they was a little expensive, but it's cool. I support, you know, like I said, I saw her at Fashion Week. But, you know, this is a situation that got out of hand because some shit surfaced that was none of our fucking business. You know, so certain things are none of our business. And then you guys go and you attack him, and then she ends up right back with him. So this is like some shit that, you know, your cousin goes through. You know, so you guys got to stop looking at these social media types and think that they're relationships. And I just posted something about that today. It was the picture of Blue Ivy looking down on the balcony. 
And so many people were butthurt about what I had to say. And I said, you know, I see y'all, you know, this is me looking at y'all pictures, knowing that y'all relationship is fucking fucked up. I'm seeing him out everywhere with 50 different other broads. You talking shit about him in the break room. You hiding money from him, don't want to pay nothing. He about to let y'all be in foreclosure. Like, it's just the whole thing is embarrassing. And, you know, for somebody that is supportive of all love, especially black love, especially brown love, um, you know, it's just it, you're you're making it seem like just because he bought you a purse or that he took you to eat dinner and you're taking pictures of the bread basket or the cheesecake factory or wherever the fuck you were, you're making other women, which they shouldn't be coveting this anyway, but you're making them think like, oh, my relationship is so good. Meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? He could be giving you like the fucking nutty buddies right now with the shit that he's doing and and you out here going on dates and shit. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, y'all are making it seem like y'all are so together, but like, Everybody in the world knows that y'all are both in relationships, respectively, you know, with other people. So it's just kind of like, that's why I don't post my shit, whether I'm in a relationship or not. Well, first of all, he would have to post me first. I'm not that broad that's going to be out there posting a dude, and I don't give a fuck how much I love you, and then you ain't posting me. Nah, fam, because now I look crazy if you do some shit. or You know what I'm saying? Because when you put it out there, it's just like putting chum in the water for the sharks. Because they're coming. Ain't that um, so-and-so? Then he used to try to talk to Well, motherfucker, you should have talked to him then. I don't know what to tell you. So, you know, that brings me fast forward to the situation with, um, y'all know Meek Mill got out of jail, so that's what's up. Um, you know, which proves that, you know, we do have a voice and we are able to get shit done. Santoya Brown was uh, granted a clemency hearing because, you know, that's the young lady that I told y'all to go put some money on her books. Uh, she killed her John, quote-unquote. She was in a child uh, sex trafficking ring. Uh, she was arrested when she was 16 for putting a couple bullets in the back of somebody uh, in Ohio, I believe it was. And so she was granted the clemency hearing because the petition was signed because you guys made sure that when I was posting the stuff online and the websites for you guys to go do that with, you were able to do that. So here comes the part of my week that I don't like. So... Y'all know Meghan Markle married Prince Harry, and um, there was all this, you know, gibberish about it. Now, I've studied the royals since I'm a little girl. So y'all, like, was watching, like, the Disney princesses. No, I was studying the real ones. You know, Queen Nora was actually one of my favorites. Elizabeth, you know, she's a what we call a Sapphire Jubilee queen. She's one of the longest uh, running in, monarch, in the monarchy, including men. Uh, that's 65 years she's been on the throne, and she's, like, 90-something years old. So and we had this king and queen uh, discussion, I believe it was a couple months back when Wolf was on the show. And what you guys aren't understanding is, is I, I leave little clues like breadcrumbs to let y'all know, like, hey, you might want to Google some shit before you start talking. Because, yeah, you know, there's a lot of things I don't know things about. But for the most part, if I'm speaking on something, be careful because I probably have researched it for decades and I'm just being nice to you. So... You know, Charlemagne the God, who has been extremely derogatory to black women for many, many years, who is actually uh, best friends with Carmelo Anthony's wife, Lala, um, he's been very derogatory towards black women. Says, well, Meghan Markle, you know, something about her waking up royalty. My daughters wake up royalty every day. No, not really, because um, you didn't marry their mom. That's first off. Uh, and, I mean, if, let's get to the logistics. I mean, being a king or queen is about the name. So either you were born from a king right? Not just the queen, but the king too. Where's your dad? And you are perpetuating something for your family. 
So, yeah, the Kings had kids out of wedlock and shit like that, but the Queens didn't, okay? And there was a lot of hatred towards Meghan Markle from the Brits, okay, that were saying, like, we let this divorced American girl, because let's give Meghan her props, though, okay? She's three years older than Harry. She's 36, okay? So she's in, she's in my age bracket. And she was married before to a fellow actor, she dropped everything, which, as she should have, because that's part of her, like, you know, contractual agreement or whatever uh, with the royals. But they're attacking her, not realizing that your own Prince Charles, right, divorced our beloved Diana. She was one of my favorites, too. Uh, divorced Diana, and before he divorced her, embarrassed the fuck out of her all through Europe with Camilla Parker Bowles, who, when I speak to some of the Brits, told me that the only reason he's with her is because she must be able to suck chrome off of a tailpipe, okay? And when Diana passed away and everything happened, he married Camilla Parker Bowles, which is the first time in the million-year history that he married his mistress, after a divorce, and then turn around, and this is how you know he really loved her, she has no title. She has no say. She can never be queen regent. Nothing. Absolutely no title at all. Okay? So when y'all talk about, you know, the Brits especially, so now we as Americans are attacking her. Oh, she's not black, or she's not black enough. Motherfucker, I've seen the commercials when she was a kid. That motherfucker hair was just as tight and curly as mine. Just because she uses that shit, whatever, maybe she just blows it out. Her mother is very much black. La Negra. Her mother is very much black with the dreadlocks, okay? She did as black as she could for that wedding. I wouldn't give a shit if you liked her dress or not. It was Givenchy. Like, what are you going to do? Nothing. I believe her dress was like 65000 fucking dollars. Now, I was upset about the cake. And then here's something else that, you know, what are you doing? Idris Elba, mother, my man, you let your fiancé come to the royal bitch. You had one job. You had one fucking thing to do. And you know what she did? First she came, the dress was white. That's out of line inappropriate. Second of all, your fascinator was okay. You had the white shoe on, the white purse, and you wore the Gucci ensemble with the cardigan. Now, my people, my people, my people, you can't invite me to a royal crown royal wedding. You couldn't have invited me to Kaya, which congratulations to Kaya, my neck, my back. She got married in Mexico over the weekend as well. They were calling it the crown royal wedding, and it's fitting. But I wouldn't have worn that to nobody's wedding. I wouldn't even worn a cardigan to fucking brunch. Like, how dare you? Like, but you had one chance. This event, but what Americans are not understanding is it didn't matter whether he was marrying black, white, and different. She's American. We don't just get up in there like that. I think the last time was like Queen Noor. And you're talking about that was like back in the, fuck, like the 70s maybe, 60s, okay? And he wasn't even European. So he wasn't British. So... It's just a big fucking deal. And so for us as black people to sit there and tear this girl down, she's not black enough, she's not this. Look, Twan, okay, she wasn't fucking with none of y'all anyway. And you black women act like if some prince came along and, and, you know, he was a ginger or whatever and his grandmother is fucking Queen Elizabeth, that you wouldn't have been like, shit, I'll sign up for that. I'll quit my job. I'll stop posting on Instagram. I won't wear red nail polish because these are all rules she has to abide by. You know, I'll cross my legs at the ankle. You know what I'm saying? Should I be doing it too? But they genuinely, when you look at them, they love each other. So what the fuck do you care? What skin is it off your nose? 
let's just be happy that he chose somebody that I'm just excited that she's a divorcee. I'm excited that she's American. I'm excited that her mom is black. I'm excited that here's the bigger issue. Her trash daddy, who is Caucasian, was not at the wedding. Prince Charles walked her down the aisle. That is huge. That's a big fucking deal. That is like the ultimate sign of disrespect. So when people are sitting there like, oh, does she even identify as black? Motherfucker, do you? And then, you know, a very unfortunate incident happened because we have people saying, oh, she married into the the family that was a colonizer. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know why. Well, well so do some of y'all. Some of y'all, you know, kids as grandparents were just calling people niggas, you know, not even 10, 15 years ago. You know, apartheid just ended in South Africa, what, 92, 93? Like, y'all got to knock it the fuck off. Be happy that she's in there. And, no, she's not. Look, let me let me give you another reason I'm going to give Megan props. She got married on Queen Charlotte's birthday. Sophia Charlotte was, was actually one of the first documented actual queens. She wasn't a princess. She wasn't a duchess. She was an actual fucking queen. She was married, had 15 children, I believe. Her husband suffered from mental illness later on. I forget which one she was married to. But at any rate, she's black. More. When you see the word more, M-O-O-R, that means black. So I don't give a shit if you're watching the Borgias. I don't care what you are. That means black, okay? And she had Portuguese uh, influence as well. So I posted some pictures of her at miss.d.scott. So, you know, we're sitting here making it seem like, it, you know, Megan didn't do her part because it wasn't black enough. Motherfucker, she got married on Queen Charlotte's 274th birthday. I, I don't think you can get any more black than that. I, you can't get more black than the bishop, the only black bishop. Okay, you can't get mad at the choir. Couldn't get mad at the cellist. Like, what is the – her mother was uh, impeccably appropriate, okay? So I, I'm just – I'm not understanding the problem. So I had someone say, you know, you defend – you know, it's not that I defend. I'm a little girl growing up watching real queens. I told you I didn't really fuck with Disney like that. So there is a natural order to things, okay? So when I'm seeing this, I'm like, oh, wow, this is just amazing, and it's a, a beautiful display of love. And then here comes the hate. You know, from your Project Pat bedroom. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, just be happy two people found each other. You know how fucking hard it is just to find your human? Like, you're, you're, you're human that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and, and procreate with and have children. It's that hard. Okay? And they were hooked up on a fucking blind date. She had her own bag. She might not have had billions, like, you know, because the queen herself is worth $500 million. Some of y'all are fucking with dudes for a pack of Newports and some Skittles. Like, knock it the fuck off. So now um, they get married, and, I, you know, I had somebody say to me, and I was very affected by this because I had to invite her to get the fuck off my page because she's saying, you know, for someone that doesn't know people, you're sure defending them. Right, I don't know Centoya Brown either. I don't know the little girl that got killed in Chicago or the one that got killed in St. Louis in the hotels when they're doing these hotel parties, but I still rally for them. I didn't know Sandra Bland. I didn't know Mike Brown. I didn't know all the men at the million at the million man march either, but I still supported, sent money, put kind wishes, words, and put actions and dollars behind what the fuck I said I was gonna do. So if this is something that I'm passionate about because it's been cited throughout history, if you've been following me for years, you know anything to do with royalty, I could probably tell you something about it. So in this case, it's just a wonderful display of love, and I wasn't even looking at it as a black woman standpoint. And then the little girl says to me. And I just spoke to her a couple of weeks ago on the phone. She says, well, do you even identify as black? 
so I didn't respond. I told her to get the fuck off my page. But not like that, but I said, you know, I'm going to invite you to get the fuck off my page. And I ended up telling, you know, my page, like, I don't identify as black. I identify as a nigga. And the reason I identify as a nigga is because that's what I've been called since I was little because of my skin tone. That's what these men call me in rap songs, and they call themselves that, and they call the kids that. And I identify as just being a black woman, period. All that extra shit comes after the fact. You're very clear that I'm black and I'm for my people. So when I ask you what are you doing, what you doing, what did you do to make history on Saturday, young lady? What did you do? besides get up and feed your children and, and, and contribute to a statistic that, you know, about black women. You see what I mean? So when we're worrying about other people's fucking business, you have to stop and ask yourself, first of all, does this have any motherfucking thing to do with me? Okay. Is this affecting my life in some type of way? Okay. And am I making any money off this? Because if the answer is no, then you really shouldn't fucking worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't disrespect black women. I try to revere and protect black women, like I said. And so for somebody to ask me something like that and you've been following me and we've had conversation and we, you know, have fellowship is very offensive to me. So what I can identify with is out here getting to this money. So when people ask me what I'm doing, I mean, I think the best response is just to, you know, blare that OT Genesis because that's what I've been doing. That's what I'm going to keep doing, and I'm going to be black doing it. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, they ain't gonna like it. They ain't gonna like me. I be getting to the money. Everybody mad. I think I'm getting too much money. Everybody mad. Same old nigga from the block. Same old nigga with the pot. The same old nigga from the trap.
I'm a west side nigga, don't get it fucked up Nigga sick, cause they thought I locked up I been getting to the money Everybody man 